Are you doing intro or am I? Oh no, you're doing an intro because you're you're the only one that's good at doing it. Hey guys, welcome back to No Context Convos with Brianna and Dakota. I can oh fix God. that in post. I know that was a long delay. The pause. <laughs> it's the pause for me. So, um, it is the officially the holiday season. I spent the entire day decorating for Christmaca, which is our topic. What is Christmaca? Yeah, what is Christmaca? Um, for anybody who does not know, which probably is most people, um, have you ever watched The OC? Let me start with this, because technically that is where I first heard the term Christmaca was um, Seth Cohen is, you know, Jewish and he's I think his mom is Christian and does like Christmas and all that. And his dad is Jewish and does Hanukkah. And so he created the holiday of Chrismica. And it's like one of my favorite episodes is when he like first introduces this to Ryan and like they do their whole Chrismica thing. That's where I heard it first. And then I grew up in a house where none of us are, we're not Jewish, but we celebrate all the Jewish feasts and all the Jewish holidays. And my parents and I growing up went to a Jewish synagogue. So growing up for me, I always missed out on not being able to do Christmas, but I grew up doing all the Hanukkah traditions, which are super cool. So as I grew up and moved out and did everything, I then like decided I kind of wanted to do both. And then I think when you and I met, I think last year was our first year where we really leaned into the Christmaca and like actually made our own traditions because it was right after we got married and we both like were able to start making our own traditions. How is it from your perspective? Because from my perspective, like it's not that weird because I had friends growing up who did Christmas all the time. And then like I obviously had all the Hanukkah tradi like traditions. But how is it like for you coming into like meeting me and then suddenly all these extra holidays? Yeah. So basically, it's like if you imagine that uh, Christmas, well, this is going to sound horrible. I don't mean it to be, but it is. It's going to sound not good. Um, so basically, it's like you're having Christmas normally. Um, and you're on Christmas Street and you're driving and everything's smooth and just lolly-da, happy-go-lucky and all that, right? And then you hit a massive pothole and huh, there you go, Hanukkah's here. And I don't even I don't know. I just, you know, I just bounce through that pothole. I don't know what to do. I'm just here for it. So, but like half the time Hanukkah does not happen at the same time as Christmas. But I feel like it's close enough. It's close, but also the years that you and I have been together, it's always been super close. Like last year, Hanukkah and Christmas happened at the same time. Mm -hmm. Which like only happens like, well, once every several years. Because, you know, Hanukkah floats around because it's on the lunar calendar. I mean, it wasn't that crazy for you, right? I mean, Hanukkah no. is the best Jewish holiday. I'll say America's missing out on latkes. That's yeah. like the best part, I think. The latkes are so good. I'm going to try making them this year for the first time. I'm about to hit up my mom for her recipe, but it's going to be interesting. She'll hear this. She will. Hi, mom. 
<laughs> but um, I will probably not make them as good as she will. But we are visiting during Hanukkah, so maybe know. we can ask her to make them. I don't know if it gets any better. If what gets any better? Her latkes. Her latkes, I wouldn't say... They're probably not going to get better because they're already like so good. No, no, but no, no. no. When what I I'm make saying them, exactly, they're going to get my. When I make them, they're going to be most definitely worse. Yeah, you're not getting better than the ones your mom make. No way, she's honed that um, expertise for years through trial and error. So now she has the best latkes. But um, have you ever had? Have we ever done the jelly donuts? Yeah, we did it. Did we do it with my parents last year? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great that's a great time. We should do it. I'm not a, as big of a fan on the sweet as I am the savory. Yeah, and you wouldn't try the applesauce on them, which is like the staple on the topping. latkes. Yes. Okay, well, hold on. We should explain what latkes are before. They're basically shredded potato pancakes, literally. Yeah. Okay. They're so good. Just in case anyone And they're always know. fried and they're like, oh, they're so good. And my mom puts like onions in, in them, I think. And so they're literally the best. But they are like a savory thing, obviously. But for some reason, I don't know why, but we put applesauce and sour cream on them. And sour cream makes sense, but I don't yeah. generally don't like sour cream. Sour cream is good. I honestly like the applesauce the most. I don't know why. Why don't you stick it in your potatoes, your mashed potatoes? Because it's not the same. Tell me the difference. So first of all, mashed potatoes are mashed. They're not fried in any way. And the frying, it takes on a different taste because you have the taste of the oil and like the crispy factor and the salt and all of that, right? Okay. What if? What about like fr pan fried potatoes? Eh, you know, you chop them know. up in a Maybe little cube. Maybe it's just because it's like... It's a nostalgic thing. You know, it's like my mom and Vegemite. No oh. sane person on the universe would eat that stuff unless they have some nostalgic or sentimental attachment to it. Is it's it, disgusting. It's Vegemite, not Vegemite? Well, so there's Vegemite and then there's Marmite. And I think that they're the exact same. But any Australian or New Zealand or I think I think the English have it too. They would crucify me probably for saying that they're the same thing. But they're both disgusting, and they both look like they're the same thing, so. That's how I feel about your onion jam. My onion jam is the best, and that is really good. No. It's really good on latkes, too. I know. That's that's what made it's me think about it, is that you put it on there, and every time it looks like you just dropped, like, the thickest oil from the earth mixed with onions. It's not oily, though. It's a jam. Okay, I'm sorry. Tar. How about tar? Uh, <laughs> it looks like you just dropped tar and onions onto a plate and you're like, yes, this yep, is what I what want I, to eat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I do. It's delicious. I love eating me some tar. It appears like tar. Not saying it tastes like it. It doesn't taste as bad as it looks, for sure. I think that you have some crazy idea that it looks way worse than it is. Onion well, jam. It does. You just said also, you agreed it looked like tar. All of these like very Australian New Zealand food things that nobody is going to understand what it is. So like onion jam is just, it's onions sauteed, but then like simmered in red wine. And then somehow it becomes jellified. I, I've never personally made it, 
I'm sure so there's I don't some remember. sugar involved. Yes, there's definitely sugar involved. So it's like a sweet onion, but it kind of turns out jammy. It's really good. What are those? Gelatin sheets, probably. No, I don't think no? there's any gelatin in it. Oh. Because it's not like solid. It looks solid to me. It only looks solid when it's cold. As soon as you slightly heat it up, it's no longer that way. Oh, well, then maybe it is just like a really thick syrup kind of thing. Yeah, it is. So that's onion jam. That's onion jam, guys. In case you wanted to know, onion jam on this goes completely on, unrelated topic goes on your latkes, which are potato well, pancakes. Well, see, I have only had it on my latkes like one time, now, and you just happened to be there when that happened. Well, I. It's not like a traditional thing. It is now. So here's the thing: when you say when you first told me about potato pancakes, I envisioned something else. Yeah, I can like imagine what you think. The, like, there's potato bread now yeah. as a thing. So, like, I imagined it was, like, potato flour, and you just made pancakes with that. It's not, though. It's basically, like, shredded potato that has been, like, prepared in a way that, like, shapes it into a pancake that it's, you kind of, and then you fry it's, it. It's hash browns. It's, yeah, it's very similar to hash browns. That's more of, like, a, it makes more sense, I guess. More it a well understood. Pancake description yeah they're basically jewish hash browns hey <laughs> they're really go. really good anyway i'm looking forward to them the most but for chrismica we like kind of do differently this is interesting because this is the first year we're doing it where like the hanukkah and the christmas are both completely separate because mm -hmm. like we're gonna have to change our chrismica traditions because like last year what well, well, we're going to have to adapt. We're going to have to adjust. We're not changing anything. What do we have to adjust? Well, because we did all of the Hanukkah stuff, right? We did all the Hanukkah-related things leading up to Christmas. It was like the week before or whatever. And then we like put all of our presents under the tree, and then we had all of our Hanukkah traditions, and then Christmas came, and we did our stockings, and we unwrapped all our presents, and we did all of our Christmas stuff. And it was all like together. But this year, like Hanukkah starts literally this coming week. And Christmas is not enough. Like it's it's like what the second? So it's like three weeks away. And like Hanukkah's this week. So we're gonna have to like make sure all of our presences are like are under the tree already. And then we're gonna have to leave them there for three weeks. And then we're gonna have to do all of our Hanukkah traditions. And then we're going to wait uh, several weeks and then open our stockings and do all of our Christmas stuff. So question. it's going to be like disconjointed. What's your question? My question is, can I just throw all of my stuff into like a black trash bag? It's the same as wrapping. You don't know what's in there. No. I suck at wrapping though. I don't care. We also have so many things we have to get rid of, honey. Like that entire stack of stuff in the office is all of the wrapping paper, all of the boxes, all of the bags, wrapping all of the like gift paper. Or burn it. Wow. Okay. Jeez. Or we could, I don't know, use it for Christmas <laughs> in Hanukkah. Trash bags. But anyway, you have to individually wrap my presents. Why? Because it's not as fun if I just have to dump it all out. You don't have to dump it out. You could reach in there and like try to find it. Maybe you find something that feels interesting. You pick that out first. Ooh, what a surprise. No. Fine. <laughs> because it goes into the whole tradition of the Chrismica gifts, 
which I will explain. Basically, well... Hold on, before you get into that, because I know what you're going to say. Sure. Is this in the show? I don't think it is, right? In what in the show? Oh, is this like the gift stuff? The way we do the gifting. No. So you and I fully came up with this on our own. I mean, I'm sure there's other people who've done this. Probably. But growing up in my house, how it worked was we had seven people in our family. So basically everybody got a day of Hanukkah. And then there was an extra day that we counted as the family day. And it was also usually the day that we had our synagogues like Hanukkah party. So we would go. But on your day, you gave all of the gifts to everybody else. And then you got to pick breakfast, lunch, and dinner and dessert. My mom is literally a godsend, an angel for for agreeing to make catered meals three times a day plus a dessert for eight days straight. That is insane. And I will literally never understand how she did it. I remember when we were growing up, she literally would use her day as leftover day. Because she just didn't want to cook anymore. And we had so many leftovers from all of the other like meals. But I'm never doing that. And now we like it's slightly different. Because we don't all. I am never going to agree to cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner and dessert for eight days straight. I think dinner is okay. That's what we do now. Yeah. So like because none of us live at home anymore really. We just do like dinner and dessert. So like when you and I go next Thursday, like I get to pick dinner and dessert. Mm-hmm. You don't get a day. It's that's, it's my day. That's okay. I I understand. <laughs> it's not a by marriage kind of thing. No, it's only Campbell's. Oh, oh my gosh. So like your long lost well, cousin tame. can show up. Well, technically, I'm not a Campbell anymore. So that means <gasps> that. Oh no. <laughs> by blood. It's by blood. Yes. Blood but anyway, so the we like so you would get seven gifts. So I every single person would get seven gifts because they would get a gift every day except for the day that was their day when they give all their gifts. And then like on the family day, there would be like a giant family present. So you get six gifts plus you get a present to share with everybody else. So, you know, when our little like discussion about Chrismica and how we were going to do Chrismica, I desperately wanted to continue the multiple gifts thing because I love gift giving and I love gift receiving. It's just all in all. I love gifts. And so we came up with this like eight present idea. And also let it be known that I specifically remember when we decided this because we were sitting on the day bed on the porch of our like suite in Punta Cana at our honeymoon. Yeah. And I had my little diary notebook and Mm -hmm. we were writing all the stuff down in there. And it's so funny because it's still like obviously in there. I still have it, but it's just a, it's a fun memory to remember that we picked all this stuff on our honeymoon. I'm glad you remember it. I don't (laughs) Yeah, I know. You don't remember anything, but it's okay. I will remember everything for both of us. Aw, thanks. You're welcome. Well, could you imagine if you had married somebody who was also forgetful? Oh, I I kind of think it would be great because (laughs) we wouldn't forget anything 
or we would forget all the things that are important so we would never worry about anything yeah but then there would be things that are important that don't get done and then there'd be like huge problems yeah figure it out later oh my gosh but so we came up with this eight present idea and i also eight well because there's eight days of hanukkah so one for each day hypothetical (laughs) so one for each day but i also didn't want to do the whole let's spread it out over the whole thing because i also wanted to do the whole big on christmas morning unwrapping of all the gifts so we basically have eight gifts for the eight days of hanukkah but we open them all on christmas morning and then we also have the stocking for christmas morning and so all the tree all the gifts have to be under the tree before the last day of hanukkah that's how it works and then you open them christmas morning and then you have to stop uh, you have to stuff the stocking the night before christmas and then we open it christmas morning i want to add a tradition what's your tradition you want to add so i think this would be good for the kids eventually eventually right make that very clear eventual kids right um <laughs> so let's say Ah, uh, this is going to be a weird system. Maybe I haven't thought it out all the way, but uh, but basically, our our family gift, right, mm-hmm. isn't to us. It is to a charity. Oh, that is such a good idea. That's I love the whole angel gift things. That like, which side note, I don't like the influencer. Like, oh my god, guys, come along with me to see what I'm doing for charity this year. I don't really like that whole thing, but I do like the fact that there are people who are in really good financial positions who are going out and buying like several kids Christmas presents, even if they're just doing it for the content, which I know some of them are not. I, th- I think that some of them are genuinely nice people who are just doing this. I know. But I love that, you know. Even if they're just doing it for the content, like some kid is getting all of those really great gifts. And like, that's really nice. That makes me happy. I know that you probably either have never heard or have never watched uh, Mr. Beast, but he's that uh, billionaire. I don't know if he's yeah, a billionaire. Yeah, wasn't he but... like, wasn't there like some super big scandal with him recently? Like, what? Well, he like screwed over Rosanna Pensino or something. I do not know this. And cut her out of his show. And it was like a big deal because it was like she was the only girl. And there was a lot of stuff about how like she was being untreated, like treated unfairly because she was a girl. And then they cut her and then they didn't even tell her. And it was a whole thing. I just heard very small snippets of it because I follow her and have for like years and years. And so I just saw her Instagram post about it. And I was like, who the hell is Mr. Beast? No. And then you've mentioned it like three times since I've seen that post. And I'm like, maybe you've been mentioning it all this time. And I, I just have. haven't thought about it. It is. Yeah, that is a, a one-sided situation. Yeah. Um, from what Mr. Beast has given as evidence, uh, what she is claiming is not the situation. Anyway. Anyway, so like, um, there's the tea. Mr. Beast, he uh, he has a philanthropy channel, which I guess I'm plugging that now. But um, even if it is for the content, like putting in giant, um, 
wells for people in Africa and all that's great. All the food banks that he's opening is great. Even if it's just to start it and he just gives up and leaves, the fact that it exists now is is better than what it was before. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of segueing off of topic, but... Um, the segue is family gift. Yeah, no, but I'm like, what you're saying is it brings an important like idea of the fact that like there are people who only do charity work and only are doing the philanthropy um, because they want the fame. They want the like good jobs. They want the like respect from the community for doing something that was nice. And I've always thought that's such an interesting thing because it's like there are so many people who are like, oh, they're just doing it for the gram. They're just doing it for the content. They're just doing it to look good. And it's like, you never know, though. Yeah, that's. So even though my first instinct is to be like, Ugh, they're just doing it for the content, like, right. ugh, so annoying. But you have to think about the fact of like, you actually don't know their true intentions. But also, even if it is their intention to just do it for the content, as you said, it's still getting done. Yeah. At least the people who have the money who have the means, who have the resources, are using them for good sometimes. Yeah, if if every Christmas Coca-Cola, like, does a, writes a check to all the zoos that have polar bears, you know, it's better than nothing. Yeah, it's better than it not happening at all. Yeah. But that would be a good idea for, like, the family gift. That would be yes. cool. Um, I'll file away that information in my brain. You don't have to. It's going to be on the internet. <laughs> We're not going to be re-listening to these podcasts in like six years or whenever we have kids and we actually want to do this. What? Yeah, we will. They'll be on the podcast for sure. I'll have them. The co-host. kids are going to be on the podcast. Oh yeah, I am interviewing when like my children. Two years old and they have nothing interesting to say. Yes, a hundred percent. I will be interviewing our children all the time. They have oh the most God. awesome things to our say. Our kids are going to hate you. No, they be like, Dad only talks to me. When he wants to do the stupid podcast He's thing. only doing it for the content. He's I don't like He only ever him. talks to me when I am on the podcast. He doesn't really love me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. I just think it's fun. Well, you already said you weren't going to read them bedtime stories, so I don't know how much more you can hate your children. What? That's gonna, that makes me hate them? I feel like that's not a good thing. That I read them bedtime stories? Reading bedtime stories signifies love. Yeah. It's bad for me to do that? You know, I still remember, like, all of the nights that my dad used to read me and um, Emily the uh, Winnie the Pooh series. Okay. Yeah. And was that, that beneficial or harmful yes, for you? Yes, it was beneficial. Those okay, are, like, I'm great confused. loving memories. I'm confused why that matters. Because clearly, like, kids remember it when, like, I'm 22 years old and I still remember sitting on my dad at the end of my dad's bed with my little sister and listening to him reading us Winnie the Pooh. Okay. Can you answer? I don't remember anything from my childhood. Can you answer my question then? About what? Why is it a bad thing for me to read books to our children? You said you weren't going to. When did I say that? Multiple times. You hate reading. It was one of our conversations oh, about reading. And you were like, oh. I will not be reading chill, like bedtime stories for our children. You can do that. And I'm I like, wow. Okay. I would, I'm more inclined to create a story. I actually wrote a children's book. I, I, I found it. The oh my gosh. copy that I wrote. 
that needs to see the light of day. I can. I'll show it to you. So good. Maybe we'll 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 do it on here. We'll do a uh, reading. (laughs) Reading bedtime story reading with Dakota. (laughs) It's it's not necessarily bedtime. Well, anything going to be a bedtime story? I guess so. It is very. Anyway, we're getting so off topic. Yeah, we're far off. We're like way. We're like on to the like other side of the equator. That's how far we are. Anyway, what anyway, are the eight gifts so that we, we have do? eight gifts for Chrismica. So how we did it is like, basically, this is exactly the conversation that happened. Let's do eight gifts. Dakota says, oh, my God, I'm never going to be able to come up with eight gifts. And I was like, OK, well, let's narrow it down to like Wait, a, hold eight up, hold different up, hold up. types of gifts. We got to start over. Why? Because you said Dakota says and then you went off with like seven more sentences and I don't know who's talking. That was all of you. That's all of me. I yes. said all of it. I said we should do eight. Oh my gosh, we can't no. do eight. No, I said we sense. should do eight gifts. Dakota says, "Oh my gosh, I'll never come up with eight gifts." And then I said, "Okay, let's come up with different types of gifts." So we have eight types of gifts, and then obviously you get one from each type. And we so we did the five senses. So you got see, hear, smell, taste, touch. And then for the other three, we had to come up with our own. So we went with sentimental, shiny, and apparel. Don't ask me why those are the three that we came up with. Like, where did shiny come from? It's hard because you have to go off of characteristics of things. And it's hard to describe things. I mean, what, what you do that colorful, is so true. colorful things. I mean, it's hard to find things that are colorful and then also useful. I literally just, I, as we were talking about shiny, I was like, what did I even buy that was shiny? And I would go back to my list and I'm just like, wow. Wow, Brianna. I don't know if you're going to be excited. I feel like you'll be excited because it's probably something you want. But it's also like shiny. That's a stretch. Oh, yeah. That happens. You, yeah. Have, you have like four apparels or something like that. I do. It could be apparel, I guess. You did the whole, like, it could technically be apparel, but we're going to count it as a sight because you can see it. Yeah, something, sometimes that happens, yeah. (laughs) That doesn't even make sense because the best, see, see is such a hard gift for me because you don't like reading, but seeing is such an easy gift for you to give me because I love books I and did not get you a book. You have never bought me a book as that a sea gift. That's not true. No, as a sea gift. That is you didn't not get true. Me, you didn't get me one last year as a sea gift. Yes, I did. I got you a whole collection. Oh my of... God, that's right. You got me the Sherlock Holmes. Oh I forgot gosh. that that was the sea gift. That's how I much can't... you've read them, huh? Or paid attention to them. They served as great home decor for fall because they were beautifully bound covers and beautiful fall colors. I've also read a lot of these Sherlock Holmes books, and I have, like, so many books I have not even read once, so I'm not going to, like, reread them again when I have all these books books? that I haven't read once. You reread other books? I haven't reread a book in a while. I did text my sister. Well, actually, no. I Snapchatted my sister, because all we do is Snapchat. Um, And I told her that... I have been wanting to reread the Throne of Glass series so bad, but I unwin it like so dumb of me. I was like, here, I'm done reading them. Take all the books that I bought with my own hard earned precious money. And now she's like 
in college and she doesn't have time to read. So she hasn't been able to read any of them. So I'm never getting these books back, which means that I'm never going to be able to reread them, which makes me really sad. But eventually I'll be able to reread. I do need to make a rebuttal though to your whole like you reread books. I don't reread books a lot, only very rarely. And this year I have only reread one book and that was Fourth Wing. And that's because that book was so good and I just had to. But it was also one of those things where it's like you missed so much the first time reading it because you didn't know what the plot twist was. So you had to reread it after finding out what the plot twist was. But interestingly, I love our whole like see, hear, smell, taste, touch, sentimental, shiny apparel thing. Mm -hmm. But I did see a video where somebody was talking about how they do gifts for Christmas and they do the whole something you want, something you need, something to wear and something to read. So they do four gifts and then they do that. And I think that's such a cool idea for like people who don't necessarily want to lean into the whole eight presents because it's Christmaca, not just Christmas. But if you want to like do something more structured for gifts, so you're not just like hoping that one of you gets four gifts and then the other one also gets four gifts and that it's like the same kind of things if you just want to like make life easier for you and your partner or your family that's a really good idea because I think four gifts is super manageable especially with how this is because something you want something you need something to wear and something to read like those are all super affordable gifts like something to read like if you buy a brand new book, it's going to be like, what, $10, $12. But if you buy it used, it can be even cheaper than that. Something to wear, like you could go something as small as socks, or you could go as big as buying them like an entire set of like activewear from Lululemon. So it's like very personable to your like financial situation, which I think is really cool. How do you control the wants? Because what if, what if I want a five thousand dollar camera yes. and i just want happiness yes. i don't know also you would be totally screwed doing this because i hate reading so good luck i know that's the only reason it wouldn't work for us i don't understand why it makes me so sad fiction. well no i understand why i just it just makes me sad because i want to share my love of reading with you you like reading books that don't matter yes why Okay, so this goes back to the whole, like, it's not that they don't matter. It's the they fact... They don't. Well, I think that the entire book talk community would disagree with you on that, but I'm just going to say, okay, yeah, they don't matter um, for the sake of this argument. Um, so, yes, fiction does not matter in the real world. But for me, fiction has always been, like, a very special thing for me. Because I love stories so much. I love making up stories. I loved living out stories with like playing with my brothers and sisters growing sister growing up. Like I loved playing games that we like came up with and came together and we would base games off of books or TV shows we watched. So I have always loved fiction. I have always loved stories, whether they're in book form, TV shows, movies, I used to make up stories all the time when I was little. I think that's where like reading fiction came. To be honest, I've only read one autobiography slash biography. It can only be one. Well, 
Is an autobiography, does it have to be written by the person themselves? Yeah, that's that's why it's auto. So then it was just a biography. Yeah. Because she didn't write it herself. It was about a specific woman. Yeah, just a biography. She was like this amazing, like, famous dancing woman um, that I was related to. So I felt the need to read it. I think it would be good context. So we've gone over what the eight gifts are. I think it would be good context to... Uh, to explain, like, or give examples of what we've gotten in the past? Oh. Well, we only have one past to look at because we've only done this for one year so far. Well, I would love to give this year's example, but I think it's a little <laughs> but early. But that would kind of ruin the whole gift-giving process. Since you've already ruined one gift for me this year by your whole, but it's on sale right now, so we have to buy it. <laughs> and me being like, I know it's on sale because I already bought it for your present. So rude. So I guess you should just be not buy things. But I close need to, to Christmas. I need to know if you got it because otherwise I need to get it. As I said, you should just trust me that I know that you really wanted it. But even if I heard you say just trust me, that would just be enough for me to know that you yeah, did it I anyway. Know. So like you were I know. That's why it's a lose lose situation. That's why I just told you. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's I, I'm appreciative that you that you did it. So thank you. Anyway. Is that our, is that my hero gift, I guess? Yes. Cool. Since I have to specify now. Yeah, might as well. Uh, anyway, so I guess we can talk about it. The gift that I was given is a, uh, it's a microphone. Yeah, they're like these little lapel microphones for the podcast, actually. For the podcast. <laughs> go figure. Look at that. I guess like an, like I will, do you want to go back and forth on like giving options? Uh, giving options or giving our examples? Giving our examples from like last year. Okay, sure. So for a C gift I got last year, um, I got this adventure book, scrapbook, like that looks exactly like the adventure book from the movie Up. And it looks exactly, and then like we can put all of our stuff in there. All of our little adventures. It's cute. Yeah. You remember when I told you I don't remember stuff? Yeah, I know. You completely forgot about it. Did I give you a book for C? Probably. Didn't you say that we, you got me the Sherlock Holmes books? I didn't only get you that book. No, I oh, remember what I got right. you. I got you one of those Colleen Hoovers. Oh my God, that's right. You got me the Layla book that was awful. I'm sorry. I mean, it wasn't your fault that it was awful. I thought it was going to be good because I was told it that it was good. And then it was most definitely not good. Moving on. Moving on from my hatred of that book. Uh, hearing. Oh, I got you new AirPods. No, you got me those for Valentine's Day. I did? Yeah. Man, I was just shelling out cash for yeah, no reason. Yeah, you really were. What I was like, hell? you showed up and I was like, damn, I got you a love letter. Thanks. <laughs> You got you got me a letter that for somebody who hates reading. <laughs> but it's our thing. Yes, it is. That's another story. I have the we'll have picture of the very first one I gave you. I have a picture of you reading it. Yeah. I you know what I remember from that? What? You telling me that I take too long to read shit. Yes. That was the moment I knew <laughs> that I was severely fucked. You should go back. You should be like, actually, can I have that back? This can isn't going to work. Yeah. Like, actually, mm, I don't think this one's for you. I'm going to keep that for, the for other someone person. else. Yeah. <laughs> I'll reuse this. 
Oh, man. For the hearing gift I got you last year was this, um, this little music box that had the song Can't Help Falling in Love With You oh, yes. because it was the song that I walked down the aisle to. So cute. I have it. Yeah, it's, it's right not, there. It's not copyright. Yeah. So nice. So nice. If only I could play it at a constant speed. <laughs> I mean, you were going really slow at first. So I was like, God damn, this is the remix. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Okay. Um, What did I get for Chris, uh, get you for Christmas last time? For hearing? Yeah. No recollection. I swear it was, it's not. It was the not the AirPods because I, I can go back on my phone and show you the picture of when I showed my coworker my new AirPods, mm-hmm. and she was dying over the Nutella case. It was pretty good. It was really good. I love that shit. It's so good. And it, like, stands in. It's perfect. I love it. It's from Amazon, if anybody wants to have a little um, AirPods. It's not the Air... They're not the pros. They're just, like, the... They're Gen 3s or whatever. They're the Gen 3 or whatever. But anyway... It's the long case. Um, it's just like a little like AirPods case, but it's like a Nutella, a little mini Nutella can. It's really cute. I genuinely cannot remember what you got me for my hearing gift last year. Trying to look. Yeah, I was like, you didn't write a list about this? Oh, I, I did. Have... I just deleted it so I could write the new list. Which You have back to delete it? Idea. No, I didn't have to. I just did. Okay. I was like... Your phone storage is that bad you have to delete your old Christmas list? I literally can't remember. I'm so bad at remembering what gifts I got. I'm significantly worse. I was like trying to pull it up on my phone to see if I could like figure out what it was. I tried to do the same thing. Do you remember what I got for smell? Um, yes, I do. I oh. love it. Um, you got me that tropical mango body lotion from oh, Tree Hut. Yes. Yes, it was so good. I loved it. Yeah. For some unknown reason, I did not take a single photo of like all of my presents. What did you get me for smell? I got you this Duke, that Duke Cannon um, cologne bar thing. Cologne bar? Yeah, you have it next to your bed. At least you did. Oh, the solid cologne. Yeah, the solid cologne thing. Yeah. That's good stuff. For anyone looking to buy a man something i guess sorry do you want to repeat that i was definitely singing the song no <laughs> i was singing the new sabrina carpenter song which is like stuck in my head he's a little bit older brianna he's got a dad bun yeah what uh so you got me that little like tropical mango tree hut thing i did so what did you get me for taste do you remember? Tim Tams. <gasps> That's right. You did. Those were so good. I got you gummy bears. What are those? Haribos. The sour ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, For touch, I got you this like beard thing. This beard care toiletry thing. It's in the, it's in the bathroom in the cabinet. I've seen it recently. I'm glad you have. I don't remember that thing. It's in there. It's in your stuff. <laughs> What stuff? It's in your little toiletry basket. Okay. Yeah. 
Clearly, you don't use it a lot. Maybe I should go look at that. Well, I'm not allowed to have a beard a lot. Uh, well, you do now, so you might as well take advantage of it. I am. Uh, what did I get for you? Oh, I got you that glass cat. Oh, yeah, he's like right up there. Yeah. Yeah. He's next to my glass teddy bear with the balloon that you got me. Yeah. The glass cat is in reference to whenever we were on our honeymoon. And we were talking about something, and you're like, you're just like a cat. Uh. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I, I, I call you a lot of different animals. You I don't know sure why. You sure do. <laughs> also, I noticed something that I've been trying to fix, and I, re- I figured out why it's wrong. But uh, um, okay. I called you a giraffe for the while, for the, like a long time. Yeah. It has nothing to do with my neck either. Which is the common reason why people reference giraffes. I don't remember why I called you a giraffe. It was like within our first week of dating. I do. I remember. What was it? Uh, um, I think it was because I was telling you about how giraffes are always seen as like the really sweet, kind, gentle animals. But they're horribly violent to each other whenever <laughs> they like are mating. And oh and competing God. for for mates, they'll like whip their necks at each other, and I was like oh acting God. that out, and I think that's why you called me a giraffe. Oh my God, I love that. And now, and now I have knows. a giraffe ring because of that. So yeah, for sentimental, I I was really proud of this gift. You probably don't even remember it. Let's be honest with ourselves. Um, when I was like I want to say t- fourteen, I got this coloring book. And it was all about love. Like each coloring page had something to do with love. And I had been slowly but surely coloring in this coloring book since I was really young. And I always told myself I was going to give it to my husband. Um, yeah. And so our first Christmas together, our first Christmaca, I mm-hmm. gave it as my sentimental gift because it was all finished. Every single page colored in. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and there's, like, dates on all the photos of, like, when I actually colored it in. The photos? Yeah, like, the coloring pages. Oh, because it's, right, 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 you fill it in. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know where that is. It's on the bookshelf. Oh, that's good. Glad I didn't lose it. What did you get me? Um, a glass cat? I don't know. <laughs> you already said you gave that to me. I know, but I don't know. What did I get? I was trying to remember that. Hmm. Was it our... Oh, what was the bell? Hearing. Was that the hear gift? Yeah. Ah. I I am wrong about what I said earlier. What? I got you the crystallized ginger for taste and the sentimental was Tim Tams. Oh, okay. By the way, well, I guess you should explain what Tim Tams are since they're not oh, of Tim America. Oh, Tim Tams. They're just like a they're just like a cookie, but it's like specifically like Australian. Well, actually, I don't know that. I know that they have them a lot in Australia. I don't know if they're from Australia only. I think that they have them in other countries, too. They're a cookie covered in chocolate. Yeah. The best ones are the caramel ones, and then they have the chocolate on the outside. So good. Anyway, shiny. I got you a uh, Etsy-made like metal card with a love note oh, yes. and one of our wedding yeah, actually, I was really upset about that because they misprinted it. Uh, did they, or did you? No, I went back and checked. Oh, 
they misprinted it. I went back to the exact message because you send the, I sent the message in a separate message. Like you like buy it and then they say, Hey, what message do you want on it? And then you send it in the text box on Etsy. And I went back to check the messages Uh and I checked and I double checked and it was not like that. But anyway, alas, it is cute though. It's a metal card with a nice saying on it and our picture. It's a love note. It's not a nice saying. It's a love note that I specifically wrote. It's not like a random quote. Okay. That I pulled off of a Valentine's candy box. Hallmark card. (laughs) Could you imagine if I just like went to the grocery store and I was like, all right, guys, let's look at every Hallmark card and see what saying I want to put on it. We could probably make a fortune if I like, if I got a whole bunch of uh, Hallmark cards and trained it into an AI model. Mm. Yeah. yeah then it would spit out all kinds of cards anyway i'm sure i'd probably get sued for using somebody else's probably uh intellectual property yeah anyway uh shiny um oh i got you that metallic um lighter the electric lighter so you don't have to oh, burn your yes. hands when you use the thing yeah candles. i just used it oh no for apparel, I got you those boxers you want, you love. Do I? I guess so. Yeah. What did I get you? You got me those socks that look like Converse. Oh, yeah. Which I love and I use all the time. And I've literally lost one because of how often I use them. How could you? I don't know what happened to it. Okay. Makes me sad. You can get those on Amazon. Yeah. Maybe we should start an Amazon link for Christmaka gifts. You have to be, like, approved for their storefront, though. And I've tried, like, 17 times and never gotten approved. Stay tuned, audience. (laughs) Yeah. So that's our kind of tradition. Now, one last thing I wanted to talk about is, like, because I know that there are a lot of people that struggle with this, is the, like, balancing creating your own traditions as newlyweds when you have families who have their existing traditions and like how you can balance the two because like obviously when you get married and you start a family you want to create your own traditions people just want to do that like that's just normal I don't I haven't met a single person who's like recently gotten married who's like oh yeah no I want to do everything my parents do and only that and not come up with anything my own like everybody wants to have their own thing which is like completely understandable But where, like, a lot of people run into problems is, like, obviously, you still want to, like, partake in your family's traditions, and your partner has their family traditions as well. And so you have to take that into consideration. And, like, I know for me personally, like, balancing that has been a learning curve because it's, like, you want to do your own thing. But then you also want to spend time with your family, but then you also have to spend time with your other family, and then you also want to do this with your friends, and it just gets to be a lot. And that's why I think a lot of people find the holidays so stressful. So I wanted to, like, kind of get your thoughts on the situation of, like, how do you think is the best way to handle it? Because, like, I have my personal opinions on how to handle it, but I would love to know what your thoughts are on it. Uh, my opinion is not very kind. <laughs> kind to who? 
Anyone. Anyone. Okay. All right. My my thought is once you're married, you are your own people at that point. You're not separate. Like you didn't leave the family that you came from, but you're your own thing now. So it should be obvious that you have time um, to yourselves to explore new things and become your own thing apart from your the, the family that you came from there's there's trouble with trying to like for us specifically at least trouble with trying to organize who and where and when to go places to meet the family yeah especially because we don't all live in the same area right so it's hard um it is because you want to make everyone happy and you know it's christmas you've been there every christmas since you've been alive yeah it's like how dare you stop coming now and it's like well i i mean i've been there every other year right and then you're just like but wait if i've been there ever every other year i should still go now right you you also feel like yourself should be you should be doing it even though Mm -hmm. like you have obligations to the other party yeah I think that it's important not to feel like you're obligated. Like, I think that people feel obligated a lot. But I think that it's good to remind yourself you're not obligated to go anywhere. You're not obligated to do anything. Unless it's something you have already promised to do. I, so, I want to add. What? I want to add. Yeah? It, you said it's important to remind yourself. Mm-hmm. It's also important to remind others sometimes. <laughs> yes, it is important to remind other people because sometimes they need the reminder too. Sometimes they need to be reminded that, no, we're not obligated to do something, but also you're not obligated to do this thing too. You can go make your own, you can do your own things. You can make your own traditions. You can make your own. I was talking to one of my coworkers uh, last week and they were saying that... In their family, they had divorced parents, so they do Christmas twice, which means obviously you go to both places and it's at different times. So just because it's not on Christmas Day doesn't mean your family can't still have a special Christmas uh, for whenever everyone's available. Yeah, I think that's later. also very important. Like, for example, like next week, we're going to do Hanukkah, and it happens to be during Hanukkah. We're doing our Hanukkah celebration. Well, we were going to be in town. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Hanukkah. Let's actually celebrate Hanukkah together. But then we were also in town planning on seeing your family. And we're going to do more of the, like, actual, like, giving presents, Christmas kind of thing. Then, because we're not going to be back in town for the actual time that Christmas is happening. And, like, I think that's a lot of people, a lot of people struggle with that as, like, well, then you're not coming for actual Christmas, so it's not actually you guys coming for Christmas. It's, like, well, maybe the Christmas spirit needs to be in, like, us and our actions and our motivations for seeing you, not necessarily, oh, it's exactly Christmas morning, because as you're adults, things happen, especially when you live, like, in different cities, it's very difficult, as you said, to, like, be in the one place at the one time, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway, I think that it's very interesting, the whole dynamic.
Well, that's Chrismica. <laughs> what is it with the awkward pauses? We're just like sitting in silence. Well, it's because you talk for like 10 minutes straight. Yeah, because I'm waiting for you to... This is the problem. I expect you to jump in. Expect you to like... You know, but I always forget that you don't jump into conversations. You have even, to wait to be asked a question. Even right now, like I, I just did it. You were talking, and I was like, even I started to say something, and I stopped <laughs> because you were already, st you were still talking. I'm sorry. I don't try to. It's just how I grew up. I know that. That's why I just don't talk because. Oh my god. That's how I grew up. We're waiting for the other person to stop talking respectfully. No, talk over me. Why? Why is that so wrong? I feel bad every time. Why? It's not respectful. For me, that is not even a thought in my mind. All right. Well, actually, let me go on to that. So if we're having a conversation and we're switching back and forth, like expressing opinions, expressing ideas, that's fine. However, if we're in a group setting, I'm trying to tell a story and there are like seven people talking over me. That is annoying. That's not the case here. No, it's not. So that's why I'm saying jump in, please. No. Like a ninja. No. Jump in. Jump out. I am going to get a light that says, I want to talk now. <laughs> and then you can look at it. Oh, my God. What if I got you like a giant, you know, one of those like little hands that's on like the stick and you just <laughs> like raised it up? <laughs> I already do raise my hand all the time. Oh, my God. we would be so great. Are we wrapping oh. it up now? I guess so. That's kind of what Christmaca is in a nutshell. You know, the holidays are a stressful time for a lot of people. You know, it, life is hard to navigate in general. Then you add in all of your traditions and your mom's traditions and your dad's traditions and then your partner's traditions and your partner's family's traditions. And then you have all your friends. Like, I mean, for me personally, I'm getting overwhelmed even thinking about the number of things that I have to do this month that are to do like towards the Christmas and Christmaca season. So I understand like people who are very overwhelmed, but it's important to remember the magic of the season. So, um, I just decorated, make sure you decorate your house. I saw a video where people were like talking about how Christmas decorations are not supposed to be classy or minimalist. They're supposed to be tacky because there's this whole minimalist Christmas decoration thing going around. And I'm just like, whoa, guys, these are some funky trees that I'm looking at. Uh, and, and I'm just like, you know, I just want to get back to like the the normal decorations you know i want the cheap looking white tinsel hanging from the windows i want Gross. the like what we have cheap white tinsel hanging from the windows literally right now hanging from our ceiling and i do not like it you don't like the stuff on the hallway i don't like cheap white tinsel no well, if you can afford the 20 dollar expensive green garland that's I... pre-lit have at it, my dude. I want laser projectors that do shows all over the front of the facing like house. Oh my god! Have you seen those? Those are awesome. Yes, I have seen those. And they're, they're light cool. synced with like the stuff in the yard. Oh, the best. That's what I want. Yeah. Well, until we're millionaires, we will be hanging cheap white tinsel <laughs> from yeah. the windows. Someday. But. Create the magic of Christmas, create the magic of Hanukkah, create the magic of Christmaca, Christmaca. and 
have a great holiday season. Just enjoy your time with your family and friends because that's all you can really ask for. And like, try not to let the stress of everybody's traditions like freak you out. Hey, I got one more thing for you. Yeah. Without looking it up. Sure. Spell it. Spell what? Chrismica. C-H-R-I-S-M-U-K-K-A-H. That's how I spell it, because I spell Hanukkah that way. Okay. I love how you were like, she's going to be stumped by this. No, 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 no. Okay. It's just that we had this discussion <laughs> la- I was uh, like, recently. I've, I've been winner in a lot of spelling bees, I'm just saying. Just sure. saying. We just had this conversation recently about how to spell it, and then I remember last time we did Chrismica, mm-hmm. I asked, I was like, how do you spell this? And then you gave me two different spellings two different times. Yeah, because there are multiple ways you can spell it. Because there's multiple ways you can spell Hanukkah, and that's like the part that comes into play the most when you're like changing up how to write Chrismica. But that's the way that I have it written in both of our app, like both of my notes mm-hmm. from last year and this year. So we're going to go with that one. Sounds good. So yeah, happy holidays, happy Chrismica, and we'll catch you next time. May your traditions be full of fun and not sadness. <laughs> May your traditions be non-stressful. There you go. Yay. Now, let's go find food. Wait. What? Are there any other? Like, we only talked about Hanukkah food. Do Is there any Christmas food? Oh, I guess the only thing that I really re- have, like, tradition-wise is the cinnamon rolls in the morning on Christmas morning. Is that from your family? Because that didn't happen to mine. That didn't happen when you were a kid? Well, I mean, we had cinnamon rolls occasionally, but not like for Christmas specifically. Oh, well, I mean, I have cinnamon rolls all the time, but (laughs) cinnamon rolls are one of my favorite foods. Um, Define all the time, because there hasn't been a package of cinnamon rolls in that fridge for a while. Well, I make them homemade. I guess so. Yeah. It's like, I don't buy that cheap ass shit. Well, I have, but Pillsbury it's not nearly as good. is never getting on this show. <laughs> At Pillsbury, don't sponsor us. Ooh. <laughs> um, except for if you're like wanting to sponsor us with those tiny little Christmas cookies. Those are good. They're not going to sponsor us for one product and then <laughs> us shame us, shame the rest of them. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, uh, I thought that cinnamon rolls was a very Christmas morning tradition-y thing. I had heard a lot of people who said that they did cinnamon rolls Christmas morning every year. Um, so I wanted to do it. So that's why I did it last year. Hmm. So, yeah. And we did champagne on Christmas Eve. Wow. Well, we did the sparkling white grape juice because it's way better than champagne. Let's be serious right now. Let's just be real with all Champagne of does suck. Champagne? Worst alcoholic drink. Why on earth oh. is that the one kind everybody decided? This is the one we're going to use at all of the like celebrations. And it's like you picked the shittiest thing. Probably because it was sparkling and alcoholic and cheap. Yeah, precisely. Um, You said it was the worst alcohol? Well, it's the worst like mainstream alcohol. No. I had to take my headphones off. They were crushing my head. It's okay. But anyway, well, this was fun. See you next time, guys. Gotta end the episode with your traditional, this has been another episode. Oh, is that a tradition? I didn't realize I'd done that. You started it. You did it like every time.
Well, this has been another episode of your favorite podcast between your witty husband and wife duo. I can't believe we said that. It's in the freaking bio. Is it in the bio? No, it's our int- it was our introduction, ChatGPT wrote. Yes, but it's in the bio of the podcast. It's in the bio too? Yes. Oh. So, anyway. Whoops. Thanks for listening. Hope everybody has a great holiday season. And we'll catch you next time for another no context conversation. No, my gosh. You did it again. Oh, my gosh. No, we cannot be no context conversations. That's off brand. (laughs) So join us next time for another no context convo between your favorite witty husband and wife duo. (laughs) See you later, guys. One.